Hello everyone and welcome to another episode and uh, I want to say this program has been renamed There's a Family Bible Study and I'm glad you have decided to join me in this study of God's Word. This study has been a blessing to me as I continue to delve further into God's teachings on various subjects and I hope that you have been and will continue to be blessed. The topic we are going to be discussing today is works. We will study here how everyone's works are going to be judged by Christ as believers, and we will delve into the idea that your works are not enough to earn your spot in heaven. Perhaps the most well-known passage on the works of the Christian believer is 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Here, here we read, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it, not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not world are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What after all is Apollos, and what is Paul? Only servants through him through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the other who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service, you are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. So the Bible is quite clear that what we do will be either burned up or will be rewarded if it is precious metals or stones. Those are the rewards we will have for eternity, whatever they may be. Those, those, those works that are burned up will be worthless. When we go before Christ, we are going to have our Christian lives examined with what we did for God being rewarded and what we wasted time on being burned up as it was not done for the service of God. It is interesting, I think, to note that the works will be tried by fire. In Revelation, we see that Christ will wipe away all tears. Doubtless, it will be a scary thing to go before Christ and have him judge us. There will be those who will suffer great loss, and so I can imagine that they are going to be crying when they see their works burned up. Yet, that discomfort will only last a while, and that is something that we should remember that when we go before Christ, I can I can say again, I can only imagine that it will be 
uh, are kind of a terrifying experience because we know that there is so much that we could have done for his service, but yet we did not do it. So that work will be burned. That will be burned up, and even the people who uh, go before him and who wind up not having anything to show for their Christian lives, they are still welcomed into the kingdom of God. And as we know, there is no uh, suffering or shame in heaven. So I do believe that Jesus will wipe away their tears. And so that discomfort will only last for a while. First uh, Peter chapter 4 verse 10 tells us that God has given each of us a gift. Uh, it could be preaching, uh, evangelism, music, encouragement, writing, well, just about anything. What God will judge us on is how we use these gifts to serve him. For example, uh, I love to write, so I can use that to serve God. Uh, I also have a desire to preach, teach. Uh, and this is something that even an autistic person such as myself can do. Uh, and I believe podcasting is a perfect way for someone like me to do this and reach an audience. Uh, then some people are like, Barnabas, uh, are like Barnabas, who was an encourager. Uh, we run into all kinds of trouble uh, in trying to serve or minister for God, so there are a lot of people who need encouragement and uplifting. But serving God does not have to involve teaching or preaching necessarily. Uh, some people are gifted with music, uh, which is an awesome ministry. Uh, God designed music to teach, uh, to reach us, uh, either with just uh, through instrumentals or just or through singing or whatever. Uh, we can remember that, uh, David did this when he played for Saul when the king was tormented by the evil spirit. Um, but whatever God, but whatever gift God gives you, remember that you will be judged on how on how you have used it. Uh, use it for God and he will bless you but if you do not use it for God then you will lose out on a lot of reward believers are judged on their service to God and nothing else and nothing else as our sin debt has been paid uh, now we will deal with the works of the lost those who are unrighteous Romans 3.23 deals, deals succinctly with this when it is declared that all have fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, and Isaiah 64, 6 tells us that all of our righteousness is like filthy rags. Uh, from what I understand, the Hebrew translation, or, or the Hebrew meaning of this would be like saying, uh, you know, a filthy rag would be like uh, a rag that a woman would use for her monthly, you know, cycle. So in in other words, it's a pretty our, our righteousness is very filthy. It's it's like it's unimaginably filthy. Uh, in other words, nothing we do on our own apart from Christ is good enough to save us. All of it has been tainted with sin, and we all know that God cannot look upon or be in the presence of sin. The book of James tells us that faith without works is dead. Well, it can it can be said also that works without faith is are worthless eternally speaking uh we are without christ to go before god dressed in nothing but filthy rags it's a very sobering thought uh so without the free gift of the righteousness 
of Christ to clothe us, we are destined to go before the great white throne where all of our deeds will be judged. None of us will be found worthy to enter heaven and will be then cast into the lake of fire for eternity, along with everything that is unclean. And the only way that you can receive righteousness is to accept Christ. Look, when we accept Christ, we are given new garments that are white as snow. They are clean. We then have a foundation upon which to build. Christ is that foundation. Your works cannot save you. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Only Jesus Christ can save you from your sins. He died for you. He died for everyone else to pay our sin debt. He shed his blood so that we could be reconciled to God. The, in the Old Testament, what was done is, is uh, the priest would have to offer continual sacrifices to atone for the sins of, of the people. Um, Hebrews tells us that these sacrifices were actually not sufficient to cover the sins or, or remove sins. Jesus' death, however, provided the perfect sacrifice. Um, you know, Hebrews 10.10, 10, we are, it, by one offering, he has, you know, he has completed that work for all time, once for all, one sacrifice. And it is through his blood and his blood only that you can be clothed with righteousness, pure righteousness that is acceptable to God. And that, and that is the only way which you or I or anyone else is going to be able to know God and, and have eternal life. So I will end this podcast with uh, this uh, encouragement. I encourage you that if you are feeling God, the Holy Spirit drawing you to salvation right now, just shut everything else and say, Lord, I yield to you. I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want these new clothes. I want to be gifted with your righteousness, the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And I accept him as the Lord and Savior. And Lord, please just enter into my heart. And I want to be saved from my sins. And it's, you know, and say in Jesus' name, amen, Lord. And uh, I thank you all for listening to this, and I hope it's been a blessing to you, and uh, I know it has to me. And uh, until next time, this is Kenny Ford.